Sunday, July 11, 2021, 17.01. Today gets off to an early brisk start for me again but then I got absolutely nothing done meaningful and was distracted from start until now. I had to take a time out and just come to Panera for some free coffee since I am destitute without a dime. I also had to return a pack of batteries for my digital scale and my guitar to get a few bucks for a pack of cigarettes. It's so ridiculous and you couldn't make it up but then it is so goddamn funny I can't help but laugh too. I guess I need comic relief and so this is it as I sit and write about it now at Panera for a while. This morning I was looking at condos in that historic district near my old high school that I like so much and was looking for the entire apartment building over there I saw for sale too, which I never did find. These damn things were kicking 200k up to a half mil. Jesus yet if I tried to unload my old house and two acre lot I'd be lucky to get $40,000 and they'd be acting like they're doing you a favor. You can't win. Then if you have no credit forget it. Even with credit you'd have a tough time. Of course the entire credit thing is a big game. They got it all figured out to fuck you one way or another. That's the problem today with everything. It's down to a science. I loved some of those things I saw but they were way out of my league and ridiculously priced in a way for what they were. I mean they were nice but there was no land, a condo fee and hoa and the apartments were tiny. Who the fuck has money for this shit? You used to get shit over there for $300 bucks a month. Oh well I guess gentrification is ruining all the old haunts with character down there now like everywhere else. They're turning all the old apartments into condos and all these yuppie types are taking over. Gone from the old days over in that historic district are the easy-going free-for-all artsy crowd. I bet if I tried to run my music studio on my own place there there would be all kinds of bullshit to contend with. That's what I hate about those kinds of things. At least where I'm at in the ghetto with a little land I have little of that bullshit. The house might be dysfunctional and falling down but it's paid for and there are no nosy annoying neighbors or some Nazi hoa trying to dictate every last thing you do. I cannot stand HOAs for that very reason. They're all extensions of corporate bullshit and run by corporate cookie-cutter assholes intent on making everything pretend pretty no matter what the cost. They drain the character and color out like a juices squeezes every ounce of juice out of an orange. On other notes, I finally did mention the DVD project I am working on to the girl over at the Wawa that I like, Laylin. She kind of smiled and seemed to brighten up and almost laugh and made sure to tell me she was working all next week when I asked if she was going to be there next week, when I hoped to finish it. It was sort of funny. I mean I wanted her to know mainly because I wanted to make sure if she was about to disappear like I've had so often in the past she knew I had something for her coming. Needless to say I should finish it by mid to late next week but now I am behind again because of today. I ran by there to get cigarettes today before Panera and there she was she came outside to smoke or vape so she says she does now and I got the feeling she did it to make sure I saw her. It was sort of funny. I mean she usually goes out there anyway but it was a bit off time this time so I had to wonder. I just sort of chuckled to myself. I had to laugh because of my financial state, having to return the guitar battery to get smokes, and the fact that I was wearing my pussy today just for the hell of it. I had my light purple bike shorts on because it's hot as hell. I am not being all girly today because I didn't feel like it but I love those anyway so I wore them. They are so comfy and cool and look cute and are a touch of girl without being too much. I don't like my shit hanging out when I do the spandex and well I admit I wanted to pop a little pussy like the girls like I like to do, so I did. Needless to say this Wawa girl has no idea what a crazy fucking bastard likes her. I had to laugh about that too. God. I have no idea where things will go with us. 
I have no idea if they'll go anywhere. And then I come to Panera and Lox and Bagels is here right as I come in the door. She's speechless but smiles and looks kind of funny as we're right in front of each other. She's kind of cute and adorable in her own way. I started to say something to Lox and Bagels but I was so caught off guard so I didn't. She's got this sort of greenish hair on her bangs or whatever and she's short and just very personable and upbeat a great personality and warmth. I liked her the first time I ran into her and talked to her. It wasn't really a date thing or anything I just liked her for her qualities. But she's totally different from Lion, the Wawa girl. I don't want to be playing a bunch of girls for my own sake and there's either so it's sort of weird. I mean I feel like I am just entertaining a thought about her now that I got my eyes on Leyland and I'm doing this thing for her. I don't know. Nothing is probably going to go anywhere anyway so I don't know why I even worry at all. I wanted to do some audio mixing today and also record a few songs to finalize the DVD music portion and then have everything mostly prepared for the next step which is formatting everything for the DVD. I need to sync the audio to the videos and edit them and then format them for DVD after producing them in HD original format. It is not hard to do but it all consumes a lot of time. I have a ton of shit I haven't even looked at yet video-wise. The videos take time to encode and you have to do the color and resize them for DVD and it gets to be a pain in the ass after a bunch of them and need a break. I guess today is ending up being an unintended break. I might try to do a little work tonight but I don't want to be up until daybreak. I am finally getting to a more normal schedule where I got to bed around 12 to 2 a.m. and get up around 6 to 8 a.m. I would rather not fuck that up. Damn. There is so much shit to do just for the DVD thing and then some work stuff to take care of and yard work. The time just slips away so quickly and before I know it, another weekend is upon me. Meanwhile I am destitute where I have nothing to fall back on. I have no idea who I'll scratch by but I just have to not think too much about it and figure it will work out somehow. Otherwise, it will just piss you off and be depressing and you'll get nothing done on top of nothing. I don't want to get in that cycle again. I sort of got in it a little today. I was looking for a receipt for some legitimate return of batteries I bought that didn't work and of course the very one I needed and I know I saved somehow got lost. I looked everywhere and I know I saved it because I expected some shit like that. I save all receipts now because everybody is such an ass about taking shit back. I also never know when I'll be dire destitute like now so I like to have something I can return to hold me over for a bit in situations like today. I guess I just need a steady fucking job but then nobody wants to pay for shit but they want to charge you out the ass for all the shit you buy from them. It's maddening and ridiculous. I'm going to have to double my hourly rate just to scratch by with today's inflation and this kind of other bullshit I'm writing about. I figured even at double the rate I charge now which is about $18 per hour, I'm still just barely getting by if I spend like normal people for day-to-day -day things I need. There is little extravagance and extra expense and still you can't keep up. Everything is three and four times as much but wages are stuck in the 90s which was decades ago. Then you try to sell shit like some nearly new stuff my brother had that I can't ever use and people think they're going to get that for nothing. I listed for over $100 bucks off retail, and it's as practically new and people think you're going to cut them another $100 off in addition to that and practically give it away. That said, I have to be a real asshole in my ads to be proactive and stop this shit before it starts because it's a real waste of my time and annoyance having people contact me with this bullshit. If I have to give it away then I'd rather keep it even if I can't use it. 
I'd rather give it to someone who really needed it and had a legitimate reason to not be able to pay full price than just sell it off to some clown that thinks I'm so desperate I'll take anything. I'd be better off pawning the shit if I wanted to give it away like that. These people really think you are stupid. I really irks me. I don't mind cutting a few bucks off if it's reasonable and it's someone who knows their shit and really does give a shit enough not to insult your intelligence. But then so many people are just so fucking obnoxious and stupid they just insult you with this crap. That said, I'm just sitting on a lot of good stuff I can't use but I refuse to let go for nothing. I'd rather be left with crumbs and go hungry before I'll play into that kind of game. It's the same with freelance work too. People will work for free just to have a job and it makes it worse for everybody else. Other people start expecting it and you can't make any money. I refuse to work if that's all there is. I'll go hungry. Besides those people more often than not do shit work so you get what you pay for. So many people are willing to accept shit work because they don't know better. You're always up against that too. I don't know. I'm just so wired now that I need to just time out because if I try to do shit like this it will just be shit quality or I'll fuck it up over and over along the way and it will piss me off even more. That said, that's why I am just taking a time out. I figure it's better to be behind and a little late and have quality stuff than to rush shit when you're not ready or don't have the vibe. As far as the DVD project it's run so smoothly so far to my surprise. I don't want to get sloppy by trying to do stuff when I am not completely relaxed and into the vibe so to speak. I guess it is one of those creative kind process things. P0 plus that aren't creative or don't know the process at all just won't get it. Sometimes you spend days at a time doing nothing and then it hits you and you run with it for 12 to 15 hours straight and it all turns out perfect. Sometimes you do just a little at a time like with this DVD project and take long breaks in between and it also comes out perfect. I've tried to do that with this DVD thing. I originally thought I'd do it all in a day or two but decided to time myself out and just take baby steps and then it started to flow and I don't want to mess that up at the end where I'm almost at now. I wasn't going to do Panera today but it seemed a good little way to just unwind a while and get out and just get away from my own little world and closed up thoughts. So far it is helping a bit now at least. I might also take a short ride or something. I don't know. I'll go home and cook my steak I saved and eat a good dinner and maybe call it nap time for a few hours and come back late if I feel better and try to do a little to get going with for tomorrow. I'll find some way to power the guitar. I have some battery left on the one I had before which is probably enough to do the two or three songs I need to do to finish up the recording stuff. If not, I can figure out a way to get a little money later in the week to get something. This weather today is just hot and sticky but not quite as bad as I thought it would be. The sun is about to go further west and down in the sky as the evening rolls in so I guess it will be more tolerable in just an hour or so. We were supposed to get some thunderstorms but they never get the weather right half the time. I don't see any sign of that. They hyped the tropical storm Friday and it ended up being a light rain for a few hours and nothing much more. I was glad they were wrong about that given the of the house. The less rowdy storms the better around there with the roof being the way it is and the trees we have around there. Oh well, I guess this coming week is going to be a bit of a scorcher too. It's July it's always this way in July and August and then by September it starts to moderate quickly. I can't believe the summer is almost over already. It seems like it just began. Well it's funny, I'm not all in girl mode today and kind of just put it away after I came home yesterday from Panera. I looked at a photo of myself from my phone and my girl get up and I sort of had to cringe and laugh too. 
I looked like a fucking male prostitute in a way but then I didn't look half bad. I just had to take it off when I got home. I had, had my girl time and it was time to return to my manly self. It didn't bother me much but it was sort of funny. I mean it was like I just stepped out of a roll exercise like it was nothing. I peeled my pussy off in my ass cheekers and girl shirt and tits and jumped into my ripped male jeans and that was bet I felt better. Yet then in the heat of the money I enjoyed the girl time. Go figure I cannot for the life of me make sense of it all sometimes. I had to cut some of the residual plumbing out of the pussy pants I got. I have no idea why they put that shit in there. It was nothing but cumbersome and awkward and didn't work. They tried to make it fuckable and that just did not work no matter how you cut the cake. That was one of the first things I cut out. Then they had the piss catheter and that damn thing leaked like the Valdez. My did would slip out of there in 10 seconds on the first few drops so I cut that out too or cut it down. Then there was a knot left in the sat. I cut that out today and cut down the catheter thing a little more too. Now the pussy actually wears pretty well as a pussy vis-a-vis a bit lacking in functionality, lot of laughs. All I really wanted and need is the realistic modeling and pussy lips to pop with. I did like the finger ability and that's sort of fun to do if you know how to do it and get your organ position just right inside. It's ridiculous I admit but it sort of gives a taste of a female orgasm in a way. I had to try it and it does sort of do that. You don't have to come yet still can get a load of pleasure and be satisfied. It's sort of funny. I know all of this is fucking crazy but I had to write about it because it is so damn funny in a way. You just have to have a sense of humor about it all and not think about it in such kinky terms. God, the play you could have with it if you had an open-minded partner with an equally ridiculous dark sense of humor. Well I guess it's nice to be able to put the pair of breasts and pussy away when you're tired of it. I got a little box for the tits and a bag for the pussy. I got the choice between a pussy emulator which is a lot simpler or this modeled one which is a big awkward but kind of fun sometimes. It's like a pair of pants made of this surgical skin like rubber. It can get a bit sweaty and sticky though and can cause a little itch so you need the itch creme a lot. It looks pretty good underneath. You can get the female body form downstairs that's why I got it. Anyway, it's nice to have a few options. I might get a few more different types of pull-on pussies so I can pick and choose. There are a few that are less cumbersome like this one. They're just so fucking expensive because they take advantage of the vagina envy with trans women and such. If you could sell one of these pussies for $20 bucks or so you'd be making a shitload of money and volume, lot of laughs. If I had my way I'd like to design my very own pull-on pussy that was modeled. With the experience I now have I know what would work better and I'd just like to try it. I would sell it cheap if I could make it cheap just out of principle. It's ridiculous you have to pay so much for such a thing that costs like maybe $10 max to produce. Everything is a racket. It always is these days. Oh well enough about my ridiculous meandering thoughts about this particular thing. Damn, if I could only get paid for some of these ideas maybe I could buy that entire building I want downtown, lot of laughs, I guess I am underexposed when it comes to these things. If I just had the right networks and social graces I would probably be a very wealthy person and could buy my very one cigarette factory among other things. It all comes down to networking with people and that's been my greatest weakness all my life. I just never seem to be able to do it well or I just came across so unconventional or crazy that people shunned me or didn't like me or whatever. I never was able to find my place or earn my place in anything so it goes. Here I am late in life trying to build something new from what's left, and what I've learned from my past. It is daunting at times. Sometimes it seems like there just never is enough time. 
There are so many things I'd like to venture into now. I think part of the problem is just getting pulled in so many directions and not focusing on just a few core things. I want to change that in the coming months and all but I never seem to get started. Sometimes I just don't know where to begin. Right now my core thing is to focus on creative all things creative. But now I think I am at a place where I need to pick which creative things to run with overall. There is music, writing, video, media and communications, photography, graphics and so on. I like them all and what I do like to do is kind of mold all these interests into one super interest and build it out such that it incorporates and builds upon all of them to make a greater thing if that makes any sense. But then when you have to worry about mundane shit like how to pay the bills from day to day and how to keep the house from falling down around you and keep a little cash in your pocket it gets hard to focus on larger things. That's always been the case but now it seems to really be a problem for me. I could do so much more and probably make a lot of money if I could just stop letting all these menial things hold me back. Yet then, I have to be realistic and these things just don't go away on their own. You have to deal with them. It's a delicate balancing act just to scratch by day to day and month to month. I guess it goes down the whole theory of self-actualization from the Carl Jung perspective as I recall. If you can't resolve the lower level things, you can never actualize the large realms of life and self. It sucks. I'm in constant battle with it and yet in some ways I am doing it more and more since I first got my liver disease and that death warrant of sorts and then got suddenly cast upon my own after my brother's death. Sometimes I just have to play it by the day and hour and rest with the faith that something will work out in the end and it will be something I want if I make somewhat educated guesses as I figure out what to do first. That said I try to prioritize stuff but I don't try to write down this constraining letter for letter plan because I find that just ends up slowing you down more in the end. Nothing goes to plan and everything evolves so quickly especially today. You just need to learn to adapt and have a general idea where you want to go and then roll with the wind and sometimes cross your fingers and hope you land where you want to in the end. I really don't know how much time I have left in this world. I mean I don't mean to sound morbid but after that experience with the liver thing, it just suddenly makes you realize how small life is in the footprint of existence in this world. You suddenly realize how little time tea here is to reclaim yourself and the things you missed out on when you try to do some of it. It's so hard to build a legacy and so hard to adapt from what you've learned and know about your past legacy before the steps you now walk towards the gurney. I could essentially die tomorrow or tonight in my sleep. I could go on my way home from where I am at now and die too. You're just not immune to mortality so for me it's like there is this constant sense of a rush to do some of the things I missed out on before and make up for the time I wasted before. I saw how unhappy in a way my mother and even my brother were when their time came or was about to come. They never came out and said it but you could sense in the air. They both had talked about doing so much but never really did it. Then suddenly they couldn't anymore and it was just a matter of when they'd die. Both died eventually in such a swift way. It was all out of the blue too when it started. First my mother got sick out of the blue with liver disease and was dead in six months. Nobody saw it coming and she never drank or knowingly took drugs that would cause that or had any conditions known to cause that. It just happened and time warped into a final moment and she was gone. With my brother, he was declining after his heart attacks out of the blue. Then Bamadol went to hell in a matter of months and he suddenly died too. Both of them were not really happy. In some ways they were angry. I just don't want to end up like my mother and brother did if I can help it and so far I can fortunately. That's why I am in such a constant rush to do so much now. 
I figure or at least work on the premise I'll be lucky to have fixed to 10 years before I drop or get in a state where I can't do anything anymore and am steps away from a gurney and a slab. I have to work that way because if I don't my life will be just a blip that fades, and I'll be empty at the end and there will be nothing left behind or made of what is here while I'm here still. I miss so much because of my dysfunctional family and upbringing and then drinking and social dysfunction and maybe my own mental defect. I just want to get back something I lost or never had before I go. I want to experience some of the things I should have been able to long ago if I can. I mean I want to reclaim something. I am not sure I ever will but I want to try. It's weird when I think about Tracy and all of this and our problems that have kept us apart since just a year before I got sick and all these changes hit me. I tried to save something for us for these reasons I am writing about and she just couldn't let me and became vindictive and hateful and I think she just holds an eternal grudge now. It's sad and I know I can't change it and I am not going to spend my life trying to but I mention it because it's like she's older than me and I don't think she realizes just how mortal she herself is. Tracy doesn't realize why I have reached out to her a few times since our break or the new perspectives I have that are behind it. I can't help but wonder sometimes if she doesn't end up brutally realizing things like my brother and mother someday. I guess a part of me still loves her and always will and that's why yet then a part of me does not apologize for not buying down and apologizing to her for things I don't feel like I have to or should. It's so weird. Why do I still care about Tracy at all or let myself think about her at all? I often ask myself that because I sometimes waste too much time brooding over these questions and all of it. Let her be happy in her world and do her thing and let it go like I've done and don't look back but then something keeps sort of keeping a string on me with her anyway. I don't know why. Is it because I did know her so well or what? Is it just wishful thinking that someday I'll have that sense of peace I once had with her and I'll make peace with her and will somehow retain what once seemed like a lifelong bond we had no matter what? I haven't seen Tracy or heard a word from her in four years now. She's tried to sue me out of vindictiveness with a ridiculous lawsuit threat and she's gone on Facebook and got people she introduced to me in one way or another who were in my friends list to defriend me and shit like that. It seems so silly and I don't really care in a way but what it says is what bothers me what it shows of her state of character and where she's allowed herself to go. She never used to be that way. How did I make her become that way? Tracy has been treated far worse by a lot of far worse people than me. There is no doubt about that. I may have made mistakes and did stupid things but I never intentionally set out to exploit her and fuck her over. I always tried to make up for my faults when I knew about them. I really did make an effort for her. How did she land herself in such a gutter? I can guess why knowing her, lot of laughs, but then it doesn't make sense in a way. Tracy used to be basically a decent person even if she could piss you off and make you mad as a hornet and so on. I always knew that even when I wanted to hate her and was hurt and was pissed at her. It's like she became something I never thought she'd ever let herself become and I just wonder how the hell I did that to her whereas these other people who treated her like shit and exploited her and manipulated her never even got that far. It's just weird. I am not sure why I think about it right now. I guess I am just trying to wind down and time out like I said and I am thinking and writing and this creeps into the plate with so much else. I guess all this stuff I write about Tracy now kind of gives me a chill too because I think about this latest chapter in my life with this Wawa girl I like. I mean putting all else and all details aside, my gut just keeps telling me there is a chapter for me and this girl and it's about to happen somehow and I wonder if I should ever go there and let it happen. It scares me because I don't want to go through a similar experience I did with Tracy with this new girl somehow and not see it coming. 
When you open up and trust your soul and invest so much of yourself in someone, it's like you're putting yourself on a plate free to eat and digest and either make something of good or just end up excreted waste with no redeeming value. Those experiences haunt you for a lifetime like this shit with Tracy does in a way. I don't know. I guess I'll never know the deal with Tracy. All I can do is just sort of guess from my past experience and what I know about her. I think she is purposely keeping me at bay sort of because she can't hide herself from me. I am not saying that in an ego-eccentric way but in the sense that I did just kind of know her like the back of my hand. She couldn't hide herself from me because I could always read between the lines with her. I could hear the intonation of her voice or see the expression on her face or just hear about something she was doing and I could tell so much about her. I don't think Tracy liked the fact that she couldn't play me in a way. I mean her pretenses could never hide her from me. I guess I've always had a certain gut instinct about reading people beyond the obvious and even the subtle. That's part of what led to our little break. She pissed me off so much I wrote that little manifesto of sorts and laid some shit on the table about her that maybe I probably shouldn't have at least not in the way I did. But then, she had pushed and pushed and kept pushing as if she wanted me to give up and get lost so she could continue with some escapade and I just couldn't let her do it without my last two cents and that's always been my mortal sin I guess. I guess I should be more diplomatic with Tracy but then the way she was acting at the time it just didn't happen and couldn't happen. That was the thing. I know I made my mistakes doing what I did and I tried to at least apologize to some extent for the way I did what I did but I couldn't apologize for what I said because it was true and she knew it was some of it she told me herself. It was so funny in a way. I mean she was acting just like the person she reviled the most in her life to me. It was her mother, lot of laughs. I guess it always comes down to the goddamn mother. Anyway I called her out on it. She deserved it too. Yet then I knew even then it was most likely that she was being manipulated once again but I had just had enough. I am not going to apologize for that even now. I was there for Tracy when nobody else was or wanted to be and I knew her better than she knew herself in a way yet I never once tried to take advantage of that or knowingly exploit her like so many other people would and did. I still don't feel like I deserve to be treated that way by her of all people. I didn't expect her to kiss my ass or bow down to me but I did expect a little respect and grace. She had none. She wanted a cheap thrill the way I saw it and still see it now. She was willing to throw away everything we had in a lifelong bond we shared just to get a quick fix. I don't doubt that with any hesitation even now. She just hates me for that I think. I think Tracy knows deep inside what she'd done and who she is but she would rather hate me than admit anything to herself about her part in it all. She's always had that trait to some extent. People would play her like a violin and she'd never see it until it was all too late. Yet then she can't come back and make it right because she'd have to admit you or someone else bring up these facts was right and she was wrong. She can't accept the concept that two people can have both wrong and right things they did and sometimes for the common good you just let go of certain things and make an effort to start over to save something of the good you two had. I tried to do that with her and the best I could get was a moment of silence and a hang up when I called a year ago and a lawsuit threat when I sent a CD I dedicated to her, trying to focus on the music she inspired me to follow through with. It's just weird. I don't know. I hate to say it, and Tracy just vehemently hates me for this, but Tracy is so much like her mother in the way she treats me and has all the traits she always told me she hated about her mother. It's almost comical in the Freudian sense but sad because she used to tell me so many times she'd want to kill herself if she ended up like her mother. That said, I suspect she is probably very unhappy deep inside though she probably hides it all and plays pretend to get away from it. 
I mean she does this because she knows she's being this way and can't change it or shall I say refuses to try to change it. I guess she's living in some concocted bliss of some sort or another these days but it's almost comical as much as sad. I know it ain't going to last for long and the cracks will show and then it will suddenly crumble and crash. She'll be digging into a deep black hole of depression and God knows what she'll end up doing then. I remember pleading with Tracy about not drinking and driving around like she would do often because of the way things are today and she refused to listen. Then she got busted for a DUI and didn't tell me until two months after the fact. I had told her time and again what was going to happen and it did. She thought I was going to rub it in her face but I wouldn't have. Maybe I should have but I couldn't because I know why. That's the kind of thing she does on a lot of different and sometimes larger scales with her life. Tracy will pretend she's happy and she'll chase these quick fixes and then suddenly it all crashes and deep inside there is this seething unhappiness. She won't deal with things she needs to. She won't even acknowledge they exist. It's like that time she cried with me when I kind of was trying to go there romantically with her and asked her to touch my back. I'll never forget it. It was so sad. I knew it was such a deep thing she never dealt with or faced. She cried and turned into a little girl. It was uncanny to watch and so sad. I had asked because I felt comfortable asking her and did love her. I wanted her to be the first person I got romantic so to speak with. It wasn't about just sex or even having sex I just wanted to kind of start going there and giving it a try with her because I loved her. If it didn't work it didn't but I felt safe trying for the first time in my life. Yet then it was like someone long ago stole that from me and her too. There was so much shit like what I just wrote about in Tracy's life stuff I don't even know about but suspect or kind of smelled faintly between the lines with her. I didn't want to use her or it to manipulate her I just wanted her to face this shit and be better for it and get it out of her. It so often left her prone to manipulation and so much other shitty stuff. Ultimately it was this kind of stuff that stole everything we had together. I guess that's what is weird about it now so I write about it as it strikes me this evening thinking about it all. I will always love her somehow and it will always sort of haunt me that we could not at least make peace over it all and move our separate ways in grace but I guess that's the way it will be. I hope I never walk myself into that kind of situation again in my life. I'm so skittish about things because of it. Sometimes it seems safer to just remain alone and never open up too much or invest much at all in anyone. I guess it is a quiet Sunday evening closing in now as the clock approaches 8 p.m. already. I came here to Panera at 5 p.m. expecting to just write about maybe an hour or so like yesterday over at the other Panera after my walk near downtown. But then it's become a good time out now. I've had too much coffee and now I am on one tea and in much deeper more formal thoughts than my meandering cynicism and comic relief. It is doing me a little good I guess after all. I'm glad I did come because I wasn't going to at first. I guess it helps to write a while and always has. I guess I write too much but it's sort of a mental exercise with myself when I am tense or spaced out from being hyped up about something like the destitution or the lost receipt or whatever. It's my self-control thermostat. I kind of got out of the habit for a while too recently so it's nice to return to the old stalwart. I guess Tracy is sucking down some cheap beer with her latest water boy or worse some godless old scrubby has been washed up bullshit artist with a pump under the seat instead of condoms in the glove box. God she'd fucking want to fucking kick my ass for such a cynical statement or throw my pull on pussy antics in my face, if she knew about it. It's sort of funny. Well I guess I figure I'd rather have a pussy on myself to finger and get off with and deal with a fucking pump or a fucking woman who is going to own you the moment you stick anything in her real crease between the pants. The shit people do in relationships. 
If it is not the women it's the dumb ass guys. Between the two I wonder sometimes how this damn world ever gets anything functional down with love and happiness and meaning in the state of personal life. There is one thing to be said about being alone. I can do whatever the fuck I want as far as these little personal things and I don't have to answer to anyone. If I feel like going out in a fucking ditzy dress and wearing a pussy I can. If I feel like staying up all night cranking music on YouTube or playing and mixing my own music I can. If I feel like sitting like a slug in the bed talking to my cat and rubbing her belly as I think out loud about all this stuff and talk to her about it I can. I almost wonder if it is even a good idea for me to delve into a fleeting romantic-like whim and try to woo something with that Wawa girl I like. I mean she's sweet and nice and I don't mind doing something special for her. I would like to go out with her but then I really don't know what the fuck I would be getting into. All I have is gut instincts and I am such a fucking greenhorn when it comes to relationships and women in particular. Just when you think you're ahead and doing the right things the bottom falls out and you're constipated with a sandpaper shit that just doesn't want to excrete itself without a sore ass and a lot of time spent looking at your hairy balls and flaccid fucking biological device with your balls on a toilet. It's all gone in one flush but with today's cheap fucking so-called water savers you got to flush 10 times and use twice as much water and it always leaves a few aggressive shit stains behind the rim. You just can't win. That's the crux of it all I guess. Well at least it is kind of funny to try to use a little comic cynical device to tell the frustrations of the story. That's what I always liked about Nixon. I mean he was dirty and did some shitty things but the man was smart as whip and he just had a way with words needless to say. He usually nailed shit on the head with an unforgettable wit. It's almost entertainment just listening to those tapes despite the ugly truth about what they revealed. I suppose it's things like this that make people so scared of me or so confused or just disconnected. I mean I'll sometimes make the mistake of indulging in such stories about this or whatever and people are like what the fuck or some asshole tries to contort it to fuck you over like they did with things with me in 2006 when I had that big court debacle over the 2005 crash and all that shit that happened. I laugh if those bastards in 2006 or even now really knew what I knew and know they'd shit in their pants. So many people want to discount you as crazy, or just plain dumb or whatever and try to shroud you in this false pretense. Sometimes you let them and laugh and do your own thing because it works to your advantage but sometimes you just let them do it and then let it all stew and build up and then fuck them out of the blue before they see what's coming and it's so funny to see them with their dicks in their hands when they realize you've been underestimated. I may not be the smartest man and don't profess to be but unlike a lot of dumb asses today I do know where to look and how to look to find out what I need to know and I can analyze things and put two and two together and morph it to six with a little magic if I need to. I am not sure where I get that all from but I guess being exposed to so many different things and always keeping an open mind and making a point to expose myself to new things keeps me in a more solid place. I think too many people get too uncomfortable being uncomfortable and they end up in groupthink and cookie-cutter corporate mode. I see it more and more these days with people. People can't pour piss out of a boot on their own without a robot or a plug to some computer to tell them how. They over-rely on technology instead of approach it as a tool rather than a replacement. They don't learn the old way or even a hint of the old way so when all the new shit breaks down they are clueless. It's comical but then it's not when your own ass is on the line because of this condition stupidity. These days so many people don't want you knowing anything so they encourage stupidity and try to make it hard not to be stupid. They try to obscure and contort facts and science to tell people what they want to hear versus the truth. People are so often conditioned not to smell this shit nor do their own math and add up their own numbers and find their own truths. 
It's all dumbed down to shit like tweets when the scale of things and people, society and politics and truth is a lot larger and a lot more gray than 256 characters of empty sarcasm and monikers. Shit people can't even come up with original one-liners anymore. It's all regurgitate produced by powers that be that make it a science and use science to articulate every nuance they can know about people. This has always been there but today it's become such an empty science onto itself. There is no color or character or depth to anything anymore. It's all cookie-cutter pretense and reeking bullshit. It's so funny when you call people out on all this bullshit and make them answer for it. They almost always sit there with their dick in their hands not knowing what to say. They know they've been had and just sit there and look stupid or scared or they try to get personal and nasty to distract from their own ignorance. I think politics today is a good example of this if not a lot of other shit too. I hate it. I mean there is no reason or grace to anything anymore. Everybody wants to be a pit bull or thinks they're one and all they are, are pawns in their own game. These kind of people think you are stupid enough to put up with their nonsense and get irritated when you don't put up with or call it out. I am so sick of it now. I notice I am more and more on a warpath about it and I can get real shitty when I need to but I don't want to spend my entire life having to be this way. I just want to be peaceful and happy and deal with a world that is reasonable and makes sense. It's like they just make that more and more impossible so all you're left with is getting pissed off. I try to contain it and take myself out of it but sometimes I just fail. I can only be so strong I guess. I got all hyped that way today in a way but fortunately I've kind of calmed down now and did manage to keep it contained quickly. I had such a good day the last two days. I wish I had just kept it going today. My mistake today was just not sticking to plan this morning. I was going to get up and start mixing and somehow I got sidetracked on this and that and before I knew it it was past noon and then I ran out of the cigarettes and had that fuck with the receipt. I finally decided fuck it I came here to Panera and here I am closing the damn place down. It's sort of funny. I'm sure as hell maxing out that unlimited coffee and tea subscription I got. It's embarrassing because I really don't want to be an ass. I know they do that to bring people in to buy other shit and well I don't mind giving them a little something back because it is a good deal overall. I am just so broke though. I am always fucking broke. I work and try to sell shit and cut expenses and watch what I spend and I am still broke. It's ridiculous. The government expects me to live on fucking $760 a month too. That is fucking ridiculous too. Even if I worked part-time and made the limit they let you make without losing your benefit you still couldn't get by and if you made more they take that way so you end up further in the hole. I want to work and make my own damn money but the system is so fucked these days you can't do that easily either. There is always a hitch no matter what you get into and then with the shit they dumped on my back and the way convention is these days with work it's like I have so much stacked against me. I don't want to be a millionaire I just want to be comfortable on my last leg of life and have a few extra and a few nice things. It's like everybody looks down upon that and expects you to accept and be a slave for a fucking dollar no matter what. You get to a point sometimes where you just want to either throw in the towel or say fuck it and start fucking the system every way you know how but then you don't want to close out life that way or make that a lifestyle. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't made for this world. I don't like shit like that. I don't like this worship of a dollar at any expense and then so-called free market to starve and be exploited. I think there needs to be a core value to keep everybody comfortable with a little extra. I think we all deserve that much. All this bullshit in America is so fucked up because of these stupid people and politics and these stupid attitudes. It's not going to change either. 
It's all going to collapse and everybody will get fucked and then they'll start doing it again and again until the end of mankind. I don't mean to sound so deep but you know as you get older and approach and realize your own mortality you start to realize these things more clearly and even though you know that you can't let it consume you because it's not worth it to do that it is so much around you more and more you can't help be frustrated by it and disillusioned by it. It's such a personal thing too at least for me when I have to sit here and worry about a few pennies or dimes to get a simple pack of cigarettes or some coffee or a little gas. I mean with what I know how to do and can do. I should be able to at least accomplish my core goal of being comfortable, having a few nice things and a little extra and being happy and able to focus on larger things. Now I can't do the things I need to do to be comfortable because of bullshit more often than not so much bullshit this world. Much if not all of it is out of my hands and control. I don't think I am the only one who feels this way either. I'm just one to actually talk about it or have the balls to stand up and not shut up about it like so many people are conditioned to do. I don't think it's right and I never have and I am tired of seeing it not called out for what it is. Yet the moment I dare to call out shit or stand up to shit like I am writing about I am cornered and cut out. Anybody who does is treated this way. Some never see the light of day with any success before they die because of it. I really don't want to end up that way myself but the more I look ahead it seems like I will end up that way myself. That said why do I do it? Why do I bother to get up each day and believe anything or have any faith or hope anymore? I sometimes find myself asking myself that in the cool silence as the grind of white noise belts out from my AC in my room in the dark. Sometimes the only reprieve from the depths of it all is just my little cat, little Hannah, or writing in this journal for hours like I've ended up doing this afternoon it seems again. I've been out writing for nearly four hours and I had planned on maybe two at the most just to have some coffee. Oh well so much for plans. At least it is quieting down now here and the world is even more quiet outside as Sunday closes out. Sunday is always a little more quiet but as the day closes it's certain surreal deeper calm still before the maddening week ahead. Sunday has become my favorite day for this reason for some reason if that makes sense. I like to just spend this day doing something sort of free-flowing and calm yet get something done and think and reflect before I charge off into the no man's land of another week not knowing what will play out. It's kind of peaceful most of the time. Today is calming down finally for me as I wrote earlier. I'm kind of glad I forced myself out of the hole as I call it, home, like I said earlier. That place just sort of caves in around you with such weight sometimes. You need a break and reprieve. Well, I guess I better just get off my ass and ride home. I've hogged this table here at Panera for nearly four hours without spending a dime, lot of laughs, and drinking the free coffee. I guess I'll nix the ride and just take the long way home to through town to close out the evening. I may grill the steak and eat late and then nap a bit and go back to music or mixing late tonight or early in the morning tomorrow, after midnight. I am not sure. I might just go to bed at 12 like the other two nights and do nothing and try to rewind tomorrow. Sometimes it's better to just do that even though it is sort of a waste. I slept good the last three nights doing that. Since I've sort of got back to a more normal sleep routine I've slept better overall so I don't want to fuck that up. Maybe it's ditzy dress time, lot of laughs. That thing is so cute but damn I got to get away from that, lot of laughs. Night for now. See ya.